What's going on, everybody? You clearly have good taste because you are locked in to Sky's the Limit Radio. To hear all of this wonderful content live as it goes down, simply go to Facebook and type in STLR Media TV. That's STLR Media TV. You can also catch us live as it goes down on the app TuneIn Radio under STLR Media. Do that. Thank me later. Sky's the Limit Radio, baby. You're listening to Sky's the Limit Radio. Fellas, you ever say some real good shit to a girl? She say something back too quick. You don't got no response for it. Yeah, you like this dick, don't you? Oh, what I like about it? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't expect you to say what you said when you said it. I, I thought you were gonna let me keep going because I had some other stuff I wanted to say. Let's just stop. I want to write some stuff down. It's no big deal. Whatever. Entertainment with no ceilings. Cock a doodle doo. It's the first thing I think of when I wake up in the morning. Look around your neighborhood, everybody has This is the morning wood with high C. Because I'm going to teach you how to make a jelly donut. Real talk. She ate my butt. I'm sorry, she did what? She ate my butt. She ate your She ate your ass? Everyone's eating everyone's ass now. There is no way everybody's eating everyone's ass. Everyone's eating everyone's ass. It's impossible. Everyone is not eating everyone's ass. They are. Hey, man. What? What? Oh. (laughs) Who's in this shit, man? It's party time. P-A-R-T. Why? Because I gotta. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, High C, coming to you live from STLR Studios. It is Tuesday. It's July 2nd. We are two days away from Independence Day. Hopefully, we don't get caught up in a situation like Will Smith where we're getting attacked by aliens. <laughs> I'm joined today. I got Sandy in the building. How you doing, hon? I'm doing good. Or my bad, I should say Mama Wood. <laughs> I'm doing better today than I was yesterday. Yeah, you had a didn't you have like a dentist appointment? I had an eye doctor appointment, and it was not a good one. Why not? Was it because like your eyesight's getting worse? Uh, my eyesight in my left eye is getting worse. Okay. I right now I have blood and fluid right behind my retina. Uh, Are they gonna have to do surgery for that? Or well, I found out if they do surgery, it could do damage to my retina. So the so you're opt- so, are you gonna go for the pirate patch? No, okay. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a shot in my eye yesterday. Ooh, they don't yeah. put you to sleep for that shit, do they? No. Ooh, God, I don't know if I can do it. I'm they like- numb it all, but it's <sighs> it, it no. It, I don't know if I can do it. Well, it's have the medicine put in your eye or go blind. Damn. So they they put some in and we'll see what happens after a month and if I need more. Uh, let's hope it worked <laughs> because I really don't want to have to go through it. Yeah, hopefully it did work because, man, that would just suck to just lose your eyesight like that. And like you said, the surgery... 
it is you know not guaranteed to work it also can uh it's like a 50 50 shot it's i don't like you can either well you know the worker who worker is gonna do some damage well we could do it but it may cause damage to your retina yeah that's no bueno um no how was your weekend by the way my weekend was good i i had a nice relaxing weekend and everything that's good i had a pretty good well how how was saturday i had a good and a bad weekend uh Saturday was was pretty good. We won two out of the three games. The the girls lost. We only got one girl team right now. We lost. Um, we really shouldn't have. Our our shot was just a little off, and it was it was no big deal. First game didn't really have any practices, so we're not really worried about that one. Um, but Friday, so you know, we had the roofers working on our uh, our roof. Yeah. Friday, chilling in the room. Watching a little ESPN because you know, like this week, this past weekend was like free agency for basketball. So you know, I'm kind of like paying attention to all the rumors, seeing what's going on. Um, you know, just just trying to keep up because you know we got no boundaries on Sunday. Right. I hear pops in the living room with like shot back or something going on, but I'm not really paying attention to it. You know, what I'm saying all of a sudden pops comes in the in, in the house like, "Yo, I need your help. I got a flood going on out here." I'm like, "What?" So I go out there. I got to help him move the entertainment center in the living room. Slide it over. Literally, our whole back wall, like where the patio is, yeah, is like TLC came in there, started singing "Don't Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls." Oh my god! So yeah, it was just a, it was a debacle. So literally, like for like an hour or so, I'm literally just taking a mop, sweeping the water towards him. He's taking a broom and sweeping it out the back door until we oh finally god. got the guys to come over and like cover it up or whatever they're working on like this back area and they didn't seal it in or something or whatever and then that big rain came and yeah it was n- not a not a pleasant thing no so we got some a little bit of water damage inside but they're gonna fix everything and, and, and handle it so you know that's at least good but yeah who wasn't <laughs> not how you wanted to spend it <laughs> not how i wanted to start off my weekend um like i said saturday was good um both the boy teams that we're coaching right now won and the girls only lost by a couple points, and it was, you know, it was no big deal. Had a, had a little bit of a off shot day, but man, when we're on, we're on. So hopefully we'll bounce back. We got a week off. There's no games, no practice right. this week. Start back full force next week. So looking to rebound and uh, get back into it. That's good. So next NXT show is August twenty second. It's a Sunday. Okay, okay, that's what's up, Tiny. Tiny said he went to go see NXT. How was that wrestling? Was it good? And we we do got the real pro show coming up. He said on Sunday. And we also on what the 29th? twenty eighth, July twenty eighth, I believe. I think so. Is the kicking for a cure? Over the White Buffalo. Yep. We are going to be there. I'm definitely going. So, I want to go. So, so I'm planning on Yeah, going. so make sure you come out and support. Um, first of all, it's going to be some good wrestling. It's, it's for a good cause. And at the end of the day, White Buffalo has really good food. So come out there, you know, and enjoy the fun, and come hang out. I don't think there's going to be any problems with that. Nope. I think it's going to be a, a good situation. How's everybody doing out there this morning, all our woodchuckers? Hopefully everybody had a great weekend. Um, we will not be in here Thursday, just to let you guys know. 
We will have uh, Aldo, Aldo Rain, aka Porn Stash, aka Magnum PI, aka the name I'm not calling him, but maybe some <laughs> females do. Um, who knows what kind of <laughs> crazy nicknames will come up for him? The man of a million names will be back tomorrow. He had some uh, classes he had to attend for his real estate license yesterday and today. So uh, we will have him back tomorrow and and, and Friday. We'll also have Peggy in here tomorrow. Nice. And Tiny. Really? Okay. We're going to have a full house. We are going to have a full house. Just call me Danny Tanner tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty excited about that then. Tomorrow's got a little bit better. I didn't even know. I didn't even know Tiny was coming. Tiny, why you ain't communicate with me? Why you got to be leaving me on, on suspense? I don't get to know all the, the G14 classifiers. Keeping you out of the loop. Yeah, keeping me out of the loop here. It's all good, though. I'm glad. Oh, that's what's up. Cool. So you're going to take Morgan to the NXT show? Awesome. Yeah, Tiny said he'll be he just China said he'll be there tomorrow. Uh-oh. <laughs> Saturday. That's right, because you were supposed to be here for your birthday last year when we had the July 7th uh, Fortunate Youth um, concert. July 6th, Mr. Down Under's 31st birthday. That's what's up, Kyle. Hope you have a great birthday, by the way. I know you guys don't really celebrate Independence Day, but... uh. Shoot some fireworks off anyways for all of us Americans. The question of the day is, if you had to marry the last person you had sex with, would you be happy? Last person I had sex with was myself. So, would you be happy? No, because I'd rather rather marry a physical person, (laughs) not my hand. I mean, because masturbation is when you're fucking yourself, right? Yeah. No, I think I would, though. If, 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 if uh, I had to go to the last person that I had sex with, yeah, for sure. That's a long, you think hard, you know, because it's think been back a while. It's been a while. And Kyle said his answer to the question of the day would be yes. Good morning, Casanova. Good morning, CPK. Hopefully, you guys are having a great day today. We do have a caller calling in this high this morning. Who are we talking to? Hello, this is Don. Hey, how you doing, Don? Doing good, you guys? Oh, we're doing great. I just logged on and seen you guys were having the the morning meeting, basically. And <laughs> was just seeing what the question of the day was. The question today is, if you had to marry the last person you had sex with, would you be happy? Uh, no. I wouldn't. You wouldn't? No. Why not? Well, considering the last person that I had sex with was not the best person. She's kind of a hoe. <laughs> All right. Well, that, definitely, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, there's not much you can do about that. Yeah, there really isn't. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> okay. We do appreciate the phone call and appreciate you chiming in. 
No problem. I do it every day. So I head out to work for A1 Drilling in Billings, Montana. And I go out and pick water wells. So I'm always listening. All right, man. Well, we appreciate the love. Thanks, guys. All right, have you a guys good one. have a great day and stay high. You too. Thank you. Wow, I got some out-of-state listeners. Got to show love there. Casanova said that's a single-person question. Not necessarily because you can be in a relationship with somebody and be having sex and not necessarily want to marry that person. I'm just saying. It's not necessarily, no, because some people are, are may not be happy in their current situations. Exactly. Bam. What up, Creech? How are you doing today? Hopefully you're doing good. My boy Creech be hooking it up, dog. He always be on top of all that that, that Miami Hurricane stuff for me. So I get to stay up, up to date on all, everything Miami Hurricanes. My boy said Manny will not be outdone by Pat Riley. I appreciate it. Somerville, Georgia in the house. Wow. Got a lot of people from out of state today. Yep. And uh, speaking of out of state, I, there's this thing called the Wimbledon going on. It's actually out of the country. It's out of the I believe, country. Right? Yeah. It's in England. Did you hear what happened? Yes, I did. From uh, She's not completely local, but she's from this state. Had a young lady by the age of 15. Yes. Take down uh, Venus Williams. Venus, Venus Williams at, at Wimbledon in uh, something I thought was very cool in a matchup of young versus experienced. The youngest woman in the draw beat the oldest at Wimbledon. Fifteen-year-old Coco Goff of Delray Beach, Florida, beat five-time champion Venus Williams in a first-round meeting between two players. With a 24-year age gap on court one. The 39-year-old Williams had won four of her seven Grand Slam titles before golf was even born in 2004. Wow. (laughs) The 313th ranked golf is the youngest player to enter the main draw at Wimbledon since Laura Robinson in 09. Having come through qualifying last week. Golf playing in her first Grand Slam match converted her fourth match point when Williams sent a forehand into the net, then broke into sobs before shaking her opponent's hand. Golf was born in Atlanta, Georgia, but her family moved to Florida for better opportunities in tennis. Man, that's awesome. Yep. And, uh,. Definitely, shout out to her. You know, even though she's not a Florida native, definitely cool that a 15 year old. And uh, I, I'm gonna be real with you. She she is a uh, you know young African American lady. Mm-hmm. I really hope that that Venus and Serena both reach out to her because when they both entered into tennis, they were around the same age. Yep. I think I actually wikipedia uh Venus Williams yesterday. I believe she was 14 when she went pro. So I hope that these two young ladies who have actually not only been through everything this little girl's about to go through, or this young lady, I should say, I don't want right. to say little girl, this young lady is about to go through, hope they kind of reach out and mentor her. You they know probably what I'm saying? will. You know, I, it, it's 
good to see young women get into tennis at, at a young age. Yeah, well, because and plus, I where think where they can actually grow. And, and I think they handled everything well. You know, Venus and Serena. You know, they they uh they handled the fame well. Yeah, they they, they did. managed their money very well. You know, they had some. They did they have had dad. They had really good parents <laughs> that were you know didn't let them just go out and buy Maseratis and Lambos and all, all this stuff they didn't need. Um definitely you know they, they made their money endorsement wise and stuff like that so i hope that they kind of act as as you know role models towards this this young lady and i think it's really cool you know she's not like top ranked in the world so she definitely you know she, she had to qualify she got that in oh yeah and i mean this right here just for her beating venus williams has got to be like at wimbledon at wimbledon has got to be like you know top of the list wow. of accomplishments so far <laughs> um so so that's so, done. Yeah, shout out, <laughs> yeah, shout out to Coco, and uh, you know if, if she doesn't do anything else, at least she you know got one win out of Wimbledon out the way, and uh, you know against a legend. So just congrats to her. Thought that was amazing. Kyle said that was the best match he ever watched. <laughs> and that that's speaking volumes, because I've seen some some pretty good tennis matches in the days, and I'm not a huge tennis fan, but I mean obviously you know. Stuff like Wimbledon and and the different I actually like Grand tennis. Slams. I, I really do. I mean, you know, I, you know, I've seen some Pete Sampras and Andre Agassi's and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I mean, you know, I've I've seen some some yeah, good yeah. battles myself. Um, but yeah, definitely some stuff like that. Casanova chimed in and says that marriage is just paper with a signature. In his opinion, all right. Good morning, Chris Flick. How you doing? She is from Atlanta, but she lives in Delray Beach. William says he wants to see Coco versus Serena. Yeah, that would be... That'd be a good one. She's going to have to win a couple more matches probably to make that one happen. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know what the bracket's looking like, but... Definitely be interesting. But if she could beat both Williams girls... <laughs> Serena's still a beat. Now, let, now let's be real. If you were gonna beat a Williams sister in tennis, Venus would probably be your uh, more likely win. Win, but, but still isn't like you know. What I'm saying I, <laughs> I, I, I want to look this up now because I'm not, I'm not like completely, you know, uh, up on on tennis rankings. Um, Sandra, you're boring. I wonder. I wonder what she ranks in the world. <laughs> I mean, Serena's only ranked tenth in the world, so she's not even number one right now. Wow. Venus is forty fourth, so if, if okay. she, you definitely got a better chance. Yeah. And uh, Chris said he grew up watching Boris Becker. That was another good one. Yep. And you are correct, Tiny. Some people do know how to how to handle fame and money. But uh, yeah, congratulations to Coco. Uh, amazing feat from a young lady in tennis. Definitely awesome to uh, see something like that go down. And it just like when I read it, I'm just like, wow, like 15 years old. I mean, you know. Venus is getting up there and I think they're both at the age now where like you can probably think that they're going to start considering retirement at some point 
Um, Venus is 39. She's about to be 40. So yeah. So probably within the next, I would say, give or take five years. You know what I'm give saying? Give or take. She'd probably. Yeah, if the knees or elbows don't yeah, give out or shoulder. Be, be shutting it down a little bit. Probably the same thing with, with uh, Serena. And it'll be the next generation. Well, no, Serena's kind of, you know. You don't see her too much, but you know you, when she does play, she does she does do a good job. But the cool thing about the Coco situation for me is it's like, you know, tennis is an international sport, right? So now it's almost like this this young fifteen year old. Now it's like almost we got like our next like um, American women's tennis like superstar in the making right here. Hopefully, fingers Hopefully. crossed. Um, the police are looking for. A real life ham burglar. And of course, this has got to be in Florida. Florida <laughs> authorities are searching for a burglary suspect who's been wirely christened a modern day ham burglar because he allegedly broke into two restaurants and cooked himself a snack before stealing from the establishments. The Martin County Sheriff's released surveillance photos of a man on his Facebook page on his Facebook page Friday. He most recently used a brick to smash the door of a Wendy's in Jensen Beach, started up the grill and cooked himself a burger before taking a safe, the post said. A suspect coined as the modern day hamburger doesn't appear to have any problem making himself right at home after breaking into local food establishments and making himself a burger. The man tried breaking into a third business, a gas station, but couldn't gain entry. Officials described him as being in his mid-30s, about six feet tall, with a tattoo on his upper left arm. He was wearing a baseball cap, khaki shorts, and black tank top during the Wendy's heist, the sheriff's office first reported. So, homeboy got two of them <laughs> was going for the third one got denied but I mean like you gotta be a brave son of a bitch cause I feel like most businesses if they usually have an alarm and it's usually one of them silent alarms like homeboy just walks in cranks up the grill like and I mean it takes it takes the grill a good you know what I'm saying couple minutes at least to warm up you know what I'm saying <laughs> motherfucker walks in the walk in grabs him some meat throws it on the thing Opens up everything, makes a burger, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> then takes the safe. Like, you got to be a bold son of a bitch to do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, <laughs> I mean, when they catch him, it's going to be the hamburglar, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's what they're going to yeah. call him. What up, Scoot? Good morning, Ann. How are you doing? Today's question of the day. If you had to marry the last person you had sex with, would you be happy? And that's the thing. It's not a single person's question because there's people in relationships that aren't happy. They still have sex. So I think it's a very good question. Yeah. Casanova House Fishing been going. I haven't really seen any uh, pictures. Pictures lately, for sure. I like when Casanova sends me pictures of fish. Let's me know he's he's doing work. Yep. Castano to turn into a fishing fool. <laughs> he needs to come in and join 
CPK and them on the High Tides Fishing Show. Talk about some of his fishing experiences. Yep. Maybe get some tips. I do have a funny story that I want to talk about, Sandy. And uh, this is like this kid, although it, it's it's bad. I feel like a lot of us have probably wanted to vicariously live through this kid's actions. And and Flick says, "Cast no, can't cast no fish." <laughs> Uh, I believe the College World Series is over, Kyle. I think uh, Vanderbilt won it, if I'm not mistaken. I'm sure you can look it up on ESPN. I'm not a huge baseball fan, but uh, I'm pretty sure Vanderbilt beat Michigan. I'm pretty sure the uh, the College World Series is over. A high school student was arrested Wednesday, and I feel like this is this is something. This like tiny. Do you have? Are you really a virgin? Do you have like an illegitimate child out there? <laughs> I feel like this might be your son. A high school student was arrested Wednesday after allegedly trying to a wrestling move on his high school principal. Gianni Sosa, 18, faced a judge Thursday morning after pulling an RKO move on the principal at Miami Southridge Senior High School. Police said the principal told them Sosa assaulted him in the second floor hallway. An RKO or Randy Keith Orton named after the wrestler who came up with it is a finishing move involving grabbing an opponent by the neck <coughs> jumping into the air and driving his head onto the mat in a full fall the student's brother and sister told CBS 4's Peter Dionic Johnny was just clowning around and should not have been arrested Principal Humberto Miret was honored last April as Miami Dade's Public School Principal of the Year. Sosa is charged with battery on a school employee and interfering uh, with an educational institution. In court, his attorney said he should have been placed in detention and not arrested. The judge found probable cause for the charges and gave him pretrial services, meaning he does not have to post his bond of 750 in order to get out of jail. Sosa's brother and sister say the charges are much too severe. I feel like he's being charged with something he does not deserve. My brother's a nice guy, and all he wa- all he wanted was play around and make people feel happy about themselves. This could not have been a this could not have been a violent move. I mean, he weighs 135 pounds, and there is no way he could have done this sort of move. You see on WWE, said Camilla Sosa. My brother is not the type of guy who goes out like this and is not a thug on the streets. Mike Sosa says his brother. Um, where did he go? Mike Sosa says my brother was roughed up by the principal. He grabs my brother in a headlock and punches him in the head. Well, I mean, at the same time, it's like for every action, there's a reaction. So, I mean, right. you know... Even though he may have been playing, maybe you just chose to play with the wrong person. Uh, maybe there might not have been no ill will. To, but you just can't go around doing the RKO on your principal. I mean, no. <laughs> you know, and, and, this, and, and at the end of the day, it should be a valuable lesson if everything gets situated and, you know, the parents and the, and 
the the schools and everything come to an agreement it just got to be in you know the charges get dropped dropped it's got to be understanding like you just can't do certain things like even though as funny as you think it may be you know towards the end of the year you're clowning or whatever the situation is you just can't do that and i mean i'm gonna be real with you like if some kid did that to me and i was a principal my first reaction probably would be to swing on the person and the kid like well the principal grabbed him by the head like well yeah technically he attacked him so i mean <laughs> at that point it's kind of self-defense yep i mean you got let's let's be real here <clears throat> Tiny said RKO out of nowhere. <laughs> the diamond cutter. <laughs> but yeah, it's just something you just really can't do. No. So in addition to the arrest, the student's lack of judgment will result in disciplinary action in accordance with our code of school conduct. And I mean, you know... It's it's unfortunate that anyone would instigate a situation for self promotion that could bring um, harm to somebody, and it will be handled swiftly with results and severe consequences. The principal said. So I mean, you kind of just screwed up there. I mean, you can't really do stuff like that, <laughs> even though it's funny. I do get it. It's funny. I'm not. You know. It doesn't seem like it was a blatant attack on the principal. Like he was trying to, it, it, it was almost like it, it, he was just hor- you know, horsing around, trying to be the class clown or whatever. You got yourself into a little bit of a, a little bit of a trouble. Kyle, you get some sleep, brother. Hopefully, you have a great night, man, and uh. Yeah, hopefully we will all have a good and safe day. Kyle's your buddy, isn't he? He's your little international buddy. Yeah, we talk every so often. I wish he would have came. I wish he would have got the chance to come and visit us. Hopefully soon. I got some good news for all the Harry Potter lovers out there. Oh, J.K. Is it, is it Rowling or Rowling? Rowling. Rowling. I think so. I never said her name right. I don't believe. Uh, the Lovers of Harry Potter series. Um, I hope you're sitting down for this for this news. J.K. is releasing even more stories about the Harry Potter universe. Yes. The stories come in form of a collection of e-books entitled Harry Potter: A Journey Through. The books will feature non-fiction short stories that have been adapted from the audiobook Harry Potter, A History of Magic. The text is accompanied by illustrations from London-based artist Rohan Daniel, and the first two dropped on June 27th, with the second two releasing in July at $2.99 each. These are affordable must-reads for Harry Potter fanatics. And one thing that I like, uh, I don't know if you've read the book or if you if you watched the movies. Have you uh, seen the uh, Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them? 
Mm-hmm. And, and, and the first and the second one. I've two seen of them. the first one. I haven't seen the second one. Oh, yet. the second one has Johnny Depp in it. Yeah, I know. By the way, I don't know if you knew that. Oh yeah, I knew it from like the very beginning when they were first. I'm like, oh my god, that's Johnny Depp. Yeah, that was. He's kind of a cool looking character too, by the way. Um, I think. Oh, I think it's giving me the names of the. Yeah, it is giving me the names. Of the, ooh. So the first one, Harry Potter. A Journey Through Charms and Defense Against the Dark Arts Ooh. is the first one. Second one is Harry Potter, A Journey Through Potions and Herbology. Third one is Harry Potter, A Journey Through Divination and Astronomy. And the last one, Harry Potter, A Journey Through care of magical creatures shout out to T-Pain and Mike Jones you sound pretty cool good morning Peggy Sue morning Peggy and your daughter is like yes so she must be a uh, she's a big Harry she has all the books it's like my mom started reading the books as soon as she finished the book she gave it to Cassandra Sean he got all the movies Cassandra got the books. <laughs> I, I got all the movies myself. So I was late onto the the Hogwarts train, if you will, on the Harry Potter train. <laughs> it was like this big old thing on like Harry Potter. Everybody's like, oh, Harry Potter. I'm like, man, that shit's probably gay as hell. And my roommate had a couple of the movies. He's like, bro, he's like, check them out. You'll probably like them. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you like Lord of the Rings and stuff like that, he's like, he's, he's like, you'll probably like Harry Potter. So it was like one day, I think he went out of town. Um, my boy Jared at the time he went out of town like a, a hunting trip so I was like man I was like I'm bored ain't got nobody here I'm at the house all by myself I'm like what the hell I'm like you know what I'm gonna watch these Harry Potters and at the time I had you know Netflix you know where you get the CD the the CDs the, the DVDs in the mail yeah so I put the first one in I'm like alright I'm kinda digging this I liked it. I put the second one in. It got me more involved. So then I started ordering all the movies off of Netflix in mm-hmm. order to get them. So I watched the first three. Then obviously it was like right before like the very the very last one, the the Deathly Hollows, uh, part one and part two. But it was like right before part two dropped. So literally, I watched all the movies. Up until the Deathly Hollows Part One, I watched that, and then when the final one dropped, I just went and bought the whole box set. Yeah. On Blu-ray. What's your favorite movie? Which mm. one? That's a hard one for me. Cause I like a lot of them. Um, I like. Uh. I like the one where Sirius Black escapes Azkaban. Oh, Prisoner, Prisoner of Azkaban. Azkaban. Um, that, that's a, a really good one. Partly because I like the little Jamaican dude on the bus, the little <laughs> like the little, the little head. You know, the little shrunken head. The little shrunken head. <laughs> um, there's a, there's a few good ones in that one. Um, and the one I can't remember which one which one it is uh, off the top of my head, but it's one of the later ones. Um. Where like they're going around and they're getting like all the uh 
Like all the different They're collecting all the different things That uh Voldemort Left around Oh um And they had to like Destroy them all Like they had to go back And get like the uh The half blood prince It might have been like The half blood prince Or something like that You know where they had to destroy they, Yeah They start destroying all the uh, I forgot what, the, what they call the, um, the, I can't think what they're the, called the, either The specific word they use But like all the things that That Voldemort left behind And like you know They had to uh, destroy all those things um, Cassandra said Goblet of Fire is hers Tiny said Goblet of Fire That's my favorite too Which one's the Goblet of Fire? It's the one with um, uh, The Bulgarians And the French school and where they where they do the uh, the the, the um, challenges the games yes. yes that's the one where what's his name dies uh, yeah from uh, Ced- Cedric but, but what's what's Edward his name? Ed- Edward Edward Cull- uh, Cullen right yeah from it's sad that I know what his Twilight. name is from Twilight your boy from Twilight <laughs> yeah that was a pretty good one too they're all pretty good. Zach, hurry up and watch my damn Harry Potter movie so I can go on a binge watch. <laughs> Horcrux, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Cassandra. I was having a brain fart. It's been a while since I watched some of the movies. But, uh. And Sean actually has the See It game of Harry Potter. And it's like, Cassandra's like, yeah, me and your mom got this. Sean beat us three times with it. It's like. What, so hold on, what's the see it game? It's where you 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 um you have cards and everything, and you watch stuff on TV. There's like different clips from the movies, or there'll be questions, or like little things. It's really cool. Okay. <laughs> and then I, I forgot which, which which movie it was. What's the movie? Which one's the one where like it starts off? And they're like in that diner in the very beginning, kind of, and like it has like the only reason why I remember it because it's just like uh, there was like this hot mixed like British chick, and they're like in the little cafe at first, and then like uh, some of the evil people come in there and they gotta like fight them off or whatever. Um, the the Voldemort gang, but I just remember that part because it had the hot, it was like some hot mixed. Like British chick, and I was like, "That's kind of like my dream. I want to find a, a, a British chick with like, this mix that has like the little accent. I, I like the accents; it's like so sexy." That British accent. Um. Tiny says he thinks tomorrow should be Movie Wednesday. <laughs> well, we was gonna say fuck it and watch a movie on the big screen back here. <laughs> yeah. Like, are, are you are you gonna bring that that gaming system tomorrow, Tiny? I'm in the mood to play some uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. <laughs> Get pissed off at the game. I do have some marijuana. Cassandra said that was the Deathly Hollows Part One. It was the Deathly Hollows Part One. Okay. I knew that one was. I knew it was one of the later ones. I knew that because it was like older Harry. Cassandra's my Harry Potter go-to person. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, Hermione. Oh, Emma Watson. Emma Watson's pretty hot. She really is. If I ever... She'd probably be pissed, but... We'd have to have a little Harry Potter role play if I ever dated Emma Watson. (laughs) I'd have to be a little... I'd have to do some Ron Weasley stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely would have to do some, some Ron Weasley stuff. 
which I'm not gonna lie. So from the it, it threw me off completely how the this story took a twist because as I'm watching, like in my mind, like when they're little kids, I'm like, Hermione's a bad bitch. Like Harry needs to get with her, but then it's like Ron's the one who had a crush on her. Yeah, and Ron like and she was like such a a, a, a raw ass witch. And Ron's like the goof troop wizard. Like he just gets like, you know, the uh, his wands broke, or just like he always fucking up on his spells or whatever, yep. whatever. He can so, never get them right. Like it almost like I like I feel like Harry and Hermione would have been like the the power couple. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing like some of these these later ones. Where the, I, I think they're supposed to be coming out with a series where they're like they're the parents and like the next generation mm-hmm. of, of, of Harry Potter's. I do like the Fantastic Beast though. This, I like. I do too. This, this, this is pretty awesome. I do have a little uh, marijuana news. I'm gonna get into some some dab line intro. I'm gonna get right into this marijuana news. Got blunt. Got weed. If I study high. Take the test high. Get high school. Ladies and gentlemen, it's 4:20 somewhere. Welcome to the dab line with your host, High C. What are y'all doing here? We're smoking reefer, and you don't want no part of this shit. You're smoking reefers? Yeah, of course we are. Can't you smell it? Join the party. You know what? I don't want no hangover. I can't get no hangover. It doesn't give you a hangover. I get addicted to it or something? It's not habit-forming. I don't want to overdose on it. You can't OD on it. It's not going to make me want to have sex, is it? It makes sex even better. Sounds kind of expensive. It's the cheapest drug there is. Hmm. You don't want it. I think I kind of want it. Okay, but just this once. Come on in. Come by after work. I got the John Blaze shit for you. Peace out, Craig. The U.S. House of Representatives passed a measure on Thursday to protect states with legal marijuana from interference from the Department of Justice and federal law enforcement agencies. The amendment to commerce, justice, science, and related agencies appropriations bill prohibits the Justice Department from spending funds to prevent the states, U.S. territories, and the District of Columbia from enacting laws that authorize the use, distribution, possession, and cultivation of marijuana. The bipartisan measure was sponsored by Democrats uh, Earl Blumener of Oregon and Eleanor Holmes Norton of Washington. Um, The House approved the measure on Thursday afternoon by a vote of 267 to 165. With a voice vote on Wednesday, the House passed a similar measure to prevent the Department of Justice from interfering with Native American tribes that implement their own cannabis laws on tribal lands. Nice. In a letter to the federal representatives before Thursday's vote, McClintock wrote, The issue at hand is whether the federal government has the constitutional authority to dictate policies to states on an issue which occurs strictly within their own borders. So, and, and I mean, you can just tell. It's so funny too because it's in high times. Mm-hmm. So as like you know, like when you're reading the stories, they have like uh like ads and stuff inside some of the stories. LED grow light advertisement <laughs> in the middle of the story. But uh, I agree with this 100. I think it's cool. Um, I'm still hoping for for old Joe Redner. 
keep fighting this case because Florida is still the only state that has passed marijuana in any way, shape, or form that does not have a plant count. None of us have a plant count. Any other state where it's legal, especially medically, right. you're allowed to have a plant count, usually like 6 or 12, and you know you're allowed to grow your own. Right. Or you can become, you can get certified and become a, a caretaker, and basically people sign over a piece of paper that give you, you, they give you their plant count as well. So however many, you know, people you have under your, your care. super under your care is, is how many plants you can grow. <clears throat> Girl Scouts cookies smoking wonderful. So Katie's coming in August, apparently. Yeah, make sure you guys update your your apps. Katie is you're coming in on August seventh. That's actually my birthday. Woo-hoo. So feel free to come in your birthday suit, giggity. <laughs> um, make sure you guys report to Facebook. Don't report me to Facebook. Just report to Facebook that you're having issues of being kicked off because the more of you guys that that report Facebook issues the better and it's it's doing the same thing you know as everybody says this I was doing fine but now I just got kicked off and yes Peggy Sue I agree Florida is lame with that law um as well so that's definitely one thing that uh, I would like to see change here in Florida. I would like to get the plant count. Um, I'd be happy with six. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping when it finally goes through, um, we get twelve, and, and and that would be nice because, shoot, when, between me, my dad, and my brother, with all of us having our med cards, yeah. that's that's thirty six right there. So that'd be nice. Even still, it'd be you know what twelve. What eighteen? I mean, yeah, eighteen still, you know, decent amount. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Plus, I'm sure we have a lot of people that would uh donate. <laughs> oh, it's your birthday today, Katie. Well, happy birthday! Well, happy birthday! And I mean, if if, if I, I was there, or you were here. I would I would definitely uh, take you to the strip club to see some chicks in their birthday suit. <laughs> so, Chris, if you I don't know if you are you using the Facebook app. I'm about to give everybody a, a little uh, tutorial, and let me just look through this first. Yes, okay. So if you're on the Facebook app, right here, you know, you got your apps, you click on Facebook, it's going to bring up your little home page. On the bottom right, there's like these three lines. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Those three lines, you press on it. 
you scroll down at the very bottom it'll say help and support you click on help and support and it'll say report a problem click on the report a problem and it'll let you you know you got to give a little detailed message on what's going on and that's how you report the problem there you go happy birthday to Katie I mean Katie's a cutie I'd definitely take her to go see some naked bitches for her birthday (laughs) well I will make sure that you have some birthday joints when you come to visit I I will roll up a few birthday joints for myself and you so that when we come in we can have a, a birthday joint session sounds good I like it So hold on. So what's today? Today's the second. Today's the second. So you're a is, is cancer season still? Cancer. She's a cancer. Okay. Yep. She's the beginning of cancer. She's the beginning of cancer. <clears throat> and around the twentieth. 20th or the 22nd? I think it's the 22nd. Starts Leo. Yep, because my niece is a Leo. Is a Leo. She's the 26th, and I'm a Leo. My niece is a Leo. She's the 8th of August. Right, the day after mine. Yep. Nice. Yeah, we'll figure something out, Katie. Sounds good. We could definitely figure something out. Maybe go out for a drink or two. I mean, we do got Chester's right around the corner. Right around the corner. Literally. She said her dad's a Leo and her mom's a Virgo. Maybe that's... uh, I mean, maybe there might not even be anything wrong with you at all. (laughs) And now everybody's chiming in. Uh, your daughter's a Sagittarius. Yes, she is. And Peggy says, I think it's the 22nd. Yeah. On, on the, uh, I think most of them are either the 21st or the 22nd. I think it depends on the month. Yeah. If the month has, the month, the prior month has 31 days, I think it's the 21st. If it has 30 days, I think it's the 22nd or something like that. Yeah. It's weird it, how it it's works. It's weird. What's your sign? I'm Pisces. Oh, you're a fish. You're I'm a Piscato. Okay. Yeah. I'm the 16th. Of March, so I'm a I'm a full Pisces. Cassandra is a definitely full Sagittarius. She's the second of December, and oh my God, she don't care whose feelings she hurts. She'll she'll tell you how you she's how mean. she feel. Oh, she's me. She's like her grandmother. She's a firecracker. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anne said Piscato. Yes. Yep. Anne's Anne's a Pisces too. Mr. Flick is a Scorpio. Tiny's a Scorpio. Tiny, you gotta release the Scorpio in you. you gotta release that Scorpio. 
They say Scorpio is a freeze. I dated a Scorpio before. It didn't really work too good. <laughs> Peggy's a Libra. That makes sense. Because she's all over the place. <laughs> Smokey's, Smokey is also a said Libra. Mm-hmm. So definitely makes sense. So you're either end of September or the first uh, couple weeks in October. She's in the beginning of October. Okay. Smokey's October 7th. So we're like, I think she's the third. So we're like four years and like two months apart or something like that. <laughs> and your daughter says her oldest is a Virgo. Yep. And her youngest is a Libra. Yep. Virgos, that's the end of August stuff. End of August, beginning of September. September. I know a couple of Virgos. My mom, my mom's a Virgo. My dad was a Virgo. David's a Virgo. Both my parents are oh. Pisces. Oh, no, no, yeah. Hold on, maybe. I think. When's your birthday? Sixteenth of March. What's the What's the one before you? Aquarius. Aquarius. I think both my parents are Aquarius. Because they're February 3rd and 4th. Aquarius. Aquarius. 100% Aquarius. (laughs) I do have a story that I found, and I believe Greg Cruz is the one who shared it on on Peggy's October 3rd. October 3rd. Four days before my brother's birthday. Maybe y'all should have a big uh, smoke sesh together. (laughs) Um, I believe Greg Cruz shared this, and I thought it was a pretty amazing story. Um, from a young age, Michael Platt loved two things: the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. and cupcakes. <clears throat> he lingered by the "I Have a Dream" poster in his grandparents' house, imagining ways he too could fight for justice. He memorized statistics about income and inequality and childhood hunger. But he also spent afternoons at his computer. In his Bowie, Maryland home, awestruck by YouTube bakers who transformed a base of eggs, flour, and water into edible works of art. When his parents gave him a pair of Tom's shoes for Christmas three years ago, Michael saw a way to connect his twin passions. At age 11, he founded a bakery that operates on the Tom's one-for-one model. For every cupcake, cake, or cookie, that Michael sells, he donates another to a homeless, to, to the homeless and hungry. Twice a month, he has the locations including domestic violence shelters, transitional housing, and McPherson Square in the district to pass out goodies. Michael, now 13, said he especially enjoys handing out cupcakes to kids. I know I like cupcakes, but also cupcakes are a part of child of a child's childhood, so they should get them said Michael, noticing that he always eats one with whipped icing on his birthday. Michael calls his baking business Michael's Desserts. He left out the uh, apostrophe as a reminder that he's that he is baking for others, not himself. I always wanted to have a purpose for what I do, he said. It's all about helping people. Not just having a purpose for yourself, but thinking about it. How does this touch uh, other things 
When Michael founded the business two years ago, his parents chipped in to purchase supplies and get things going. Now the home-based bakery funds itself. His mother, Danita Platt, said, Most customers place their orders via Facebook. Michael recently set up a website for the business. He sells roughly 75 cupcakes a month, four for 15 bucks, along with a dozen cookies and a dozen chef's choice items. Which, of course, means he must also make more than 100 treats to give away. Most often, Michael fills orders placed by local strangers, people who live in the area, and who heard about the business through social media or by word of mouth. Though he did once ship a crate to Tennessee, Michael bakes uh, both for individuals and for events such as anniversaries and weddings, his mother said. The most common request is that he produce cakes or cupcakes for nearby birthdays sometimes michael cakes or michael's bakes to raise money for hunger fighting nonprofit groups he spent a morning last weekend teaching a baking class with a suggested price of $30 per person at a williams sonoma in annapolis to raise money for no kid hungry and williams sonoma is a uh, a, a cooking store they sell a lot of light Top in, yeah, cooking products, knives, uh, all kind of stuff. Everything. There. Uh, I I can easily literally go in there and probably spend a thousand dollars. It's probably like five thousand dollars. Is all the cool shit that they have. Yeah. Um. He he can keep up with his baking in part because he is homeschooled by his mother, who quit her job as a uh, parent advisor for the Prince George county school system to take care of michael full-time the setup was not his family's first choice michael withdrew from public school and his mother from her from her job after he was diagnosed with epilepsy in sixth grade his seizures became too severe and too frequent to allow him to sit in a classroom his mother said maybe y'all should try some cbd infused cupcakes um that that was a very very difficult time she said it appeared after the diagnosis during which Michael had to restrict his physical activity. He had to stop everything he loved. Gymnastics, climbing trees, um, diving. So that's when he kind of threw himself into baking. And that's pretty cool. He kind of turned like a a tragedy into a triumph. Yeah. Um, And Tom's, I don't know if you know the shoes, Tom's, they do have a thing for every shoe that's sold. They do donate to... um, the needy and I'm glad that he did that you know he off uh, it says he offers offers customers three kinds of goodies each month they can choose between shortbread cookies a staple of his a chef's choice item that Michael invents anew every four weeks and that month's edition of what Michael calls his freedom fighter cupcake so I choose a person to base a cupcake off of for each month Michael said and each month I have a flavor that represents them. And I'll tell their story on my Instagram page. A mo- uh, this month's Freedom Fighter is Maya Angelou, who gets a banana pudding cupcake because she loved that dessert, Michael said. October is for Harriet Tubman, whose cupcake is mint chocolate chip because her nickname was Minty. Wow. Nelson Mandela earns uh, November... And a classic chocolate cupcake because Michael likes the shape, the dark frosting to resemble Mandela's hair. 
MLK is the only person to receive two months, January and February. His cupcake is stuffed with a sweet potato pie filling because that's a traditional African-American pie, his mother said. Michael hopes his cupcake spread awareness of the past and inspire others to work for social uh, equality. His interest in food blossomed early. Even as a baby, Michael was happiest when his mother woke him up in the morning with a pancake at his lips. Alright, so that's just pretty good. And I think that's pretty cool. So, and what it sounds like is for even like if people book them for like birthdays and stuff like that, like if if you have uh, kids in the area and you order, you know, three dozen cupcakes, he's going to donate three dozen cupcakes to these different charities that he does. You know, if somebody orders a wedding cake or something like that, and, and uh, if you watch the video, like he does a really good job. Like I mean, it's it's some. Uh, there's some cupcakes and stuff that you would see legit at like one, one of them, you know, fancy places that you mm-hmm. go get like the, the nice cupcakes and stuff like that or something that you see on like the Food Network. So I just think that's re- that's really cool. Shout out to to young Michael, 13 years old, doing stuff in the community. Uh, for every cupcake he sells, he gives one to the Sandra homeless. says, now I want a cupcake. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie, Cassandra. I kind of feel the same way. I do, too. To be real with you. Like, I do, I, too, but I can't. I, I really do feel that way. Pancake has a spoil much. I mean, I don't think it was like that, but yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm down for for breakfast after the show, Tiny. I agree, Cassandra. He's a do-gooder, and people should learn from that. Definitely. I mean, he's only 13 years old, and look what he's doing. Yeah, it's just amazing that somebody so young has taken some time out of his his life and and dedicated it to, to something pretty amazing if we had more children like that you know instead of being selfish and everything or popping pills and doing i mean look at the world everything's a ripple effect yep it really is i've been in in, in environments where Attitudes are contagious. I've been in work environments where there have just been some some Debbie Downers there that day, and the environment just turns to shit because eventually, like all that negativity and all that negative stuff uh, yep. takes its toll. And I've been in some work environments where, you know, everybody's just in a very very good mood, and maybe you know, you you know, like I've even come in on, on not really been in like the. I want to say like a bad mood, but you're just like kind of like not really ready for work or whatever the situation may be. Maybe you're dragging ass or whatever, yep. whatever the situation. Not like you're like in a bad mood, but because everybody's so positive around you, it, it turned the uh, the negative the into ten- a positive. Yeah, it turned the negative into a positive. It, it, it like brightened up your spirit. So it's definitely one of those things that if the world, if people in general, put out more positiveness, more positive energy. I feel like there would be more positiveness in the world. Oh, yeah. And uh, definitely look forward to that. 
and, and Peggy says she loves some Williams of Sonoma. That's, <laughs> I do too. I just don't like the price tags there. Everything's so expensive. <laughs> Way too expensive. And Peggy said we can get you some sugar-free cupcakes. Ew. I mean, it's, Ew. <laughs> it's still there. I know. The whole thought of it. So, in Zephyr Hills, a Pasco County man is facing a felony charge after deputies say he battered a woman with sauce packets after she brought him the wrong food from McDonald's. I mean, they want $15 an hour. They got to start getting stuff right. Jesus Ferrer Jr., 30, was arrested Saturday evening at his home on Gall Boulevard in Zephyr Hills. Deputies responded to the area around 6 p.m. and met with the victim, a woman who knows Ferrer. According to a rest report, Ferrer got angry with her after she brought him the wrong food from McDonald's. The victim, oh, so maybe it wasn't a, a worker, maybe she just brought him food. The victim told deputies they got in an argument that turned physical and fair allegedly started hitting her in the face and head with sweet and sour sauce packets. <laughs> deputies say the victim reached out in self-defense and grabbed Fair's beard. The victim told deputies Fair then pinned her to the ground, put his palm on her face and pressed her head into the ground. The arrest report says Fair let go of the woman when she ripped a chunk of his beard from his face. <laughs> Fair then left the scene. Deputies later arrested him for felony battery. The arrest report shows he has a previous conviction reference battery. I mean, honestly, it kind of sounds more like I don't know. Like, I guess you could claim his battery because he was throwing, like, the the, the packets of, of sauce. But realistically, I mean, she did kind of attack him. It's like a weird situation. I feel like they should both be locked up. So, I mean, he was throwing, like, packets, but she grabbed his beard. It was obviously pulling on it. And that's when he pinned her to the ground. Yeah. It doesn't sound like he beat her ass. Like, he pinned her to the ground to put his palm on her face and pressed her head into the ground. Like, mushing her almost, it sounds like. And then she yanked a chunk of his beard out. And then that's when he left. So, I mean, it doesn't sound like anything even too crazy, honestly. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm gonna be real with you. I kind of wish I was a neighbor when this went down because it kind of sounds funny. Like I could just imagine being outside smoking and like, dude, just throwing sweet and sour sauce. Like, fuck you, bitch. You got me the wrong food. I mean, I, was, I wonder if there's like alcohol or something involved. I mean, there's more to the story. It I feel like that the, 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 they're not like telling you like, like what, what, like what was. What was the correct order supposed to be? I mean, <laughs> like, did you want chicken nuggets? And, or did you want, like, a Big Mac and she came home with chicken nuggets? Like, you know, 
Is that why you were throwing the yeah, sweet and sour you, packets uh, at her? Why are you throwing innocent sweet and sour sauce? Like, what did they do to you? It doesn't sound anything too bad. I mean, no. I I really think they should have just been separated and let off with a warning. I, I mean, either they both should have been arrested or they both just should have been let go. I mean, I don't even really think anything's uh was too bad about that one. Yeah, they either both should have been reprimanded or they both should have been like verbally, you know, hey, look, you guys can't do this shit. Either separate and go the fuck home. We got to come back out here. Or you're both going to jail type shit or something. I like what Tiny says. There must have been something in the water. <laughs> well, it was Zephyr Hills. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you're right, you're right, Tiny. It's that damn spring water. <laughs> Speaking of water. I know 4th of July is coming up. I know a lot of people are going to be out at the beach. Out there by the beach, boy. Lot of mercy. Do not go into the water if you have open cuts. No. It's a rare occurrence, but one woman in Manatee County died after being infected by flesh-eating bacteria. 77-year-old Lynn Fleming was just... Uh, walking along Coquina Beach when she suffered a small cut. Her son says in the days following uh, her fall, her condition worsened. Fleming was rushed to the hospital and diagnosed with... I don't even know how to say that because it's all scientific. Hold on. Necrotizing fasitis, fasitis, maybe. The The infection spread quickly and Fem- Fleming died within two weeks. Medical director of Doctors Hospital Emergency Department, Frank Binodillo. Oh, shit, Frank. I'm not even going <laughs> to try to pronounce that. Some medical name. <laughs> Says these types of occurrences are rare, but you can take precautions. You want to take a look and make sure you don't have any open wounds, cuts that aren't healing properly. That would prompt you to visit your doctor or seek medical attention. Frank explained, cuts that aren't healing property are another early warning sign of concern. Signs of what we call cellulitis, an infection in the underlying skin uh, tissue. So just be careful, basically. If you guys are going out to the beach, if you guys have some cuts or some open wounds that aren't, you know, don't be getting in the water. Don't go in the water. Peggy says she ain't going to the beach. We're not going to the beach either. We're going to be partaking in some cookout activities at at the Casa. Sounds like. And uh, we're going to be doing some... It just uh, gets too crowded at the beach. It does. That's probably one thing that I can... uh, I've never been a big fan of the beach here in Florida. Um, Mm -hmm. Partially because I live here and I just know the... The, the bullshit yeah. behind it. Like people always tell me, well, you live in Florida. I'd be at the beach all the time. It's like, no. It's too fucking hot. Too fucking crowded. No. I mean, the heat I can deal with because of, you go in the water and cool down. It's just the crowdedness. I mean, if I had like my own private beach, I'd probably be more, uh, more apt to... Oh, yeah. To go to the beach, but I just like fishing. I like fishing on a boat better than I like fishing from the shore. Even though shoreline fishing is pretty fun, but I feel like you get better um, 
feel like you get better fish when you're when you're out. You get bigger fish. I do have a munchies situation that you might just have to take some extra insulin for. It's always a good time to enjoy ice cream, whether you have it in a cone or wedged between some cookies or on top of a pie. There's no going wrong with this cold treat. Mm. But what if you could take ice cream and shove it inside <laughs> of a donut? I saw that this morning. <laughs> Be Sweet is a Los Angeles shop gaining a lot of popularity because they expertly combine ice cream and hot glazed donuts to create the ultimate sweet treat. That looks so good too. I know. These ice cream <laughs> stuffed donuts look better than ice than an ice cream sandwich, better than a donut hole, even better than a typical cream filled donut. So needless to say that it may be the best dessert ever experienced. And uh this is a nice donut, looks like with some mint chocolate chip. Oh my god. I would devour it. I would devour that. <laughs> I would inhale it. <laughs> It'd be like <laughs> Gone. I'll tell you one thing. Whoever invented that shit was definitely, definitely high. Because you have to have a significant case of the munchies going on to be like, you know what? I'm going to take. It's like, I got donuts. I got ice cream. We do have donuts. We do have ice cream. I do have some news for you guys, too, here locally. We are actually, um, and we got till like July, or let me see, July 30th. So July 30th is the deadline. We are teaming up with Great Cruise. We're trying to get at least 200 backpacks between now and then in the month. And all children deserve the proper tools to be successful in the classroom. Help us help them. Um, if you guys want to make any donations, you can bring them to STLR Media directly. You can reach out to myself. You can reach out to Eric. Um, so, and you guys can go to Five Below, and they got five dollar backpacks. That you, you know, go spend twenty bucks, get us four backpacks. That, is, that goes for the thing. We already have had somebody donate. Eric had put like one of those little fundraiser things. Somebody donated fifty bucks to us already for backpacks. Wow. So that that's gonna help me. That's that's a good ten backpacks right there. Yep. So. That'll definitely be be a fun thing. But yeah, if anybody wants to donate to that um, or reach out to me individually, like if you live out of state or if you live uh, out of the area, I can give you my PayPal information or uh, if you have Cash App or something like that, you can Cash App me the money and I'll go purchase the backpacks in your name. Um, and, and that's something that, that we are doing as well. So, uh, definitely, if you want to partake in that, let us know. And the ultimate goal, we're trying to reach 200 backpacks. The ultimate goal is, 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 is and they're doing the, it's going to the backpack drive at the Boys and Girls Club. It's going to be on Fruitvale. So, if you want to partake in that, they also need volunteers for people to help. Because I think they get, like, school supplies and actually fill them and stuff like that. But if you want to be a part of that, you can also reach out to the Boys and Girls Club. You can reach out to Greg Cruz. We do have a phone call on the line. This high seat this morning. What are we talking to? Uh, 
Oh, man. Let me tell you something, man. Greg Cruz, that's a good dude right there, man. Yes, he is. How you doing, Dickie? Dickie. All jokes aside, man. Good morning. I, you know, I I got a lot of bunch of crazy stories and bunch of crazy things that I get into and shit like that, man. But I got to say, there's a lot of people that live under bridges and live, live outside, man. Urban outdoorsmen that need... And let me tell you, man, great cruise, man. He done fed a lot of my people, man. So all jokes aside, he's good dude right there. Shout out to Greg Cruz. Yeah, man. Just give a shout out. Hey, man, Greg Cruz, there's a homeless jiggle out there, man. It's got a hell of a bunch of respect for you, man. I don't know if that adds up to anything, but. <laughs> I'm sure usually it does. don't. What's going on, anyway, though? All serious. Just done with the serious shit. What's going on? How are you doing? We're doing, we're doing pretty good. It's me and Mama Wood today. Uh, okay. What happened with Junior last week, man? Did I piss him off or something? Nah, he's actually he's missed. Uh, he's he's got a what's he doing? He's he's in school for real estate license mm-hmm. or whatever. So he had a couple classes he had to go to the last couple of days. Yeah, okay. Well, felt like things got a little heated. Like he was mad that he thought maybe I owed him some child support or some shit. <laughs> I'll tell you, barking up the wrong tree, buddy. I got changed. That's about it. Literally changed. But it sounds like my boy's doing good, man. He's getting a real estate license and shit. Maybe you can get me a house. Maybe. I'll ask your boy. Tell him what we got to do, man. Let's make this house a home. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him you'll take the small bedroom, huh? Oh, well, yeah, I guess so. If you're going to send your pa into a small bedroom, you're going to give your daddy a little piece of chicken. I guess so. <laughs> you want the master bedroom, don't you, Dickie? I want the big piece of chicken, man. <laughs> I mean, shit. Preferably, I'd like that master bed along with mama inside of it. But, you know, oh, look, beggars can't be choosy, especially if you're banging for change on the side of the road, you know what I mean? I feel you on that one. Now, although that's not me anymore. Thank goodness. Speaking of banging for change on the side of the road, <laughs> I think our question of the day might suit you a little bit, Dickie. If okay. You, if you had a chance to marry the last person you had sex with, would you be happy? Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. No, man. No. I mean, if I had a chance to marry anybody, I'd be happy. I'm pretty sure you know who that is. No, I'm calling vagina. <laughs> his grandma, at least, not his vagina. Although I wouldn't doubt if he had one. <laughs> I mean, he might. He gets a little sensitive sometimes. We all do. I feel like we all have vaginas. You know what I mean? Like, like we all have them. Just some of them are bigger and and queefier than other ones. <laughs> Queefier. <laughs> I'm about to put that in the 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 Dixie, Dickie's dictionary. Queefier. Oh, you can put you can put it in the Dixie, Dickie's dictionary, but it didn't sound like Mama Mama Wood like that one too much. Mama Wood, you got a queefy vagina. That's okay if it talks. <laughs> if it talks to you, that's okay. She's talking back to you, letting you know it's doing okay. <laughs> there 
here's the problem you got to worry about is when you got a queasy dick. Now that's an issue. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> let's hope let's hope nobody has one of those is listening. I don't know. Mama Chapo, I might have touched her. Mama Chapo, Mama Wood, I might have touched on some something there too. She must have had a queasy dick before. <laughs> yeah, she laughing a little too hard about that one. I just think it's funny. <laughs> Oh no, is your queefy dick high seat? Is that what that is? I don't have a queefy dick. Wonder what that would smell like, man. Oh <laughs> man. Bad decisions more than oh, likely. No. <laughs> it smells like an old lady farted piss. Maybe we could ask Bruce Jenner how it sounds smells. You would want to ask Bruce Jenner anything. <laughs> Yeah, like what made you want to decide to cut your dick off? Oh, yeah, and and before you lose it, will you put it inside me? Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> Would you let him bang you with his little baby vagina dick? No. Oh, all right, all right. Mama Wood, would you let Bruce Jenner bang you with his little baby vagina dick? No. What if he got paid for it? <laughs> How much you talking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say what? It would have to be a lot of money. Okay, well, let's put a number on this horrorism. Oh, wow. It would have to be at least a million. A million dollars to get banged by a baby dick? Come on. Yep. I mean, if you had a horse cock and you're never going to walk the same, then a million dollars <laughs> adequate. But come on. A little baby dick, man. Come on. Five minutes later, you're going to completely forget about it. <laughs> and I'd be happy because I had a million dollars. Well, yeah, but this is not a happy thing. We're trying to we're trying to cut a deal here. Wait, all right. How about this? Would you would you scissor Bruce Jenner? Well, it would be Caitlin by I, then. <laughs> Caitlin. Whatever. No, Caitlin, no, Bruce, whatever no. it is. Is there a money amount you would like? It For a thousand dollars, would you scissor Caitlyn Jenner? Oh, I see. Would scissor Caitlyn Jenner for a thousand dollars? I'm asking her. Would she do it for a thousand dollars? Huh? No, it would have to be more. Fifteen hundred. <laughs> So, so you, would scissor, you would scissor Caitlyn Jenner for fifteen hundred dollars. She said. She said two thousand dollars. Two thousand. No, all right. So the extra five hundred. It's nothing to them. Shit. They got more money than God. Facts. I feel like you ever hear them. I feel you ever hear about them like uh, them conspiracy theorist people. Yeah. I mean, talk all about you know like how the Jews run the run the money and uh, and the world and, and the banks and shits like that. Right. Yeah. Well, look out, Jews! The Kardashians are in the house to take your spot. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. So I feel like five hundred dollars ain't shit to them. Although I feel like they're super cheap with their money. But you know, I'm thinking Caitlyn Jenner's not getting a lot of fucking badge bumping going on. You know what I mean? So. Might be down for a little scissor action. Let's snip it up. Cutting the paper. Shoot, Kylie, oh. Kylie's a billionaire now. 
Yeah, there you go. Even the little one's got a billion dollar shit. They just pop. That goddamn. That mama's vagina must be made out of gold for sure. That's my dream one right there. She's got money and a loose sense of morals. <laughs> Facts. You know what I mean? Like she was so proud that her daughter was a whore on a video. Like she was so proud of that. She should be like, "We're making money off of this. You ain't gonna post that for free." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, Mama, Mama was in the house. You got a child, right? Yeah. Right. What would you do if you don't found out that your child made a porno and everybody's watching it? Oh wow! Would you capitalize off of it? Would you? Yeah. Would you? Like that's that's the question. Would you be like, yeah? That's my daughter's snatch up there. I need a dollar and you can watch it get pounded. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I tried to say it in the most obscene way possible. <laughs> you could have just said, here's my daughter and she's having carnal relations with somebody. You give me some change, you might be able to see it. <laughs> I mean, I think that would be the way to go. Uh, would you do it? That's my question. Mama would. I don't would know. You? Would you need? Would it? Would it amount to the amount of money that you would be okay with it? Could, could the amount of money console your hurt spirit? Yeah, probably. I don't know, man. It feels like this question might be a little too deep. Like we touch on issues you might not want to touch on. <laughs> Is she on Pornhub right, already? <laughs> Cassandra, <laughs> are you? <laughs> oh, no. Did it already happen and you didn't get shit, so you're bitter as fuck about it. <laughs> I mean, look, there's a lot of them out there. You know what I mean? There's millions of moms out there. Their daughters are whoring it up on the fucking movie screen, and they didn't get nothing. Cassandra ain't not got time a, to do that. <laughs> not even a car payment. That's true. There are some. There are some around here for sure. What happened? There's definitely some around here for sure. No oh, man. No, oh, it's horrible. Oh, it's horrible. Bad life decisions. That's what I do when I when I make a bad life decision. I see it go down. I sing it in my head so then it doesn't feel as bad. You know what I mean? Facts. You know, like think about it. Like if Luther Vandross was cussing you out but he was singing while he was doing it it wouldn't be as bad you know what I mean <laughs> you know what I mean like you wouldn't feel I want to see that now I want to see like an R&B singer cussing somebody out but when they're cussing them out like singing it <laughs> fuck yeah. you you piece do, of shit hey man do you wonder does fucking R. Kelly sing fucking orders to bitches as he's in his fucking compound <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean He's like, bitch, don't you come out of the room. Bitch, don't you look at him. Don't you look at him. Slap, slap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I pictured R. Kelly singing that, but I just did. <laughs> He's like, bitch, get your ass out the kitchen. It's the room that you're missing. If you look at it again, I'm gonna punch in your shit in. 
That was a little remix for you. <laughs> a was... remix of the remix. <laughs> that was a remix of the remix. <laughs> of the ignition. <laughs> <laughs> that song about he's, I'm He's flipping the script. He's calling it incarceration. <laughs> that's that's the new name of it, incarceration? <laughs> that's in incarceration. And he sings about he locks up hoes. Or how he doesn't lock up hoes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Just imagine that. Like, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I just, I just think about weird stuff like that while I'm sitting under a bridge, you know? Just waiting for my next trick to call up, pull up, pick me up, take me out, get me some fucking natty ice, and then maybe like a hot dog or two or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's funny. They like to feed me wieners, and then right after I feed them my wiener. <laughs> it's like a gun exchange program, except it's with my dick. <laughs> hot dogs for hot dogs. Toot toot. <laughs> Do they put ketchup on your wiener though? <laughs> or is it just No. Nah. No, but I put a little bit of mayonnaise on them after I get done. <laughs> I mean, if she's got yellow teeth, she spit some mustard on it. Oh. What? <laughs> Bitches are buying me for money, darn fucking A1, you know what I mean? That's true. I mean, half of my clientele has got a mullet. Half your clientele have mullets? (laughs) (laughs) You ain't never been in line at somewhere and been like, damn, that bitch has got a mullet. I have. I have. That's an ugly dude. I'm the ugly dude. (laughs) As <laughs> long as they don't put no relish on it, I guess you're okay, right? As long as they don't what? Put any relish on your wiener. Well, I mean, I put all sorts of food particles on my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest, though. If I'm gonna add anything to the sex situation, cocaine probably be the one. You know what I mean? Makes it go numb. Kind of add a little bit of fun to it. Tell you what not to use. What? Are you ready? Biofreeze. Don't let her do that. No. No, that's a bad move. Biofreeze? Yeah, you know, like the fucking, you know, like... It's like Ben Gay, kind of. You would know that one. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. Backed right up into that one, man. That was like a big old (laughs) semi coming back. Beep, 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 beep. Here's a joke. Yeah, I kind of did walk. I, I I gave you the softball pitch. You hit the home run with it. Interesting choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> Has it been a long weekend for you? Hit a dry spell, man. I have. It's been a while. Is that how it is? Is that one of those R. Kelly situations as well, too? <laughs> Nah, like, my answer to the question of the day is if I had to marry the last person I had sex with, it'd be my hand. It'd be your... See, I told you you had sex with dudes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's my hand, Dicky. Whatever. If that did, hand is attached to a dick. At least it's not your hand. Oh, you don't have that much money, Cookie. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Well, now I'm going to let you bunders go. Training as always. I hope y'all have a great day. You too, man. Hope you, you have a great too, day as well, Dickie. Dickie. All right. Bye. Shout out to Dickie. Morning, Shorty. Oh, Tricky Dickie. Shorty, what my name is, Shorty. Shorty, two cents. How you doing, big dog? Hopefully, you're having a good day. Yep, I did set myself up for a couple of you did a couple jokes there about old Dicky Hurts. Yep. So I do have some more Florida news right here in Sarasota. Sarasota. Ooh. A Sarasota woman's attempt to get a ride to a restaurant Saturday night and in minutes after it began. Jennifer Peterson says the driver asked her almost immediately if she would be giving him a five-star review. When she said she didn't know yet, but didn't see why not, she says he became agitated. Eventually, he pulled over and began using his phone, and that's when Peterson tried to get out of the car, but it was locked. And I had to ask twice. I had to raise my voice. I was frantic at this point. I was pulling the door handle, and I couldn't get the door open. I had to tell him to unlock the door for me. It was really terrifying, Peterson said. She got out and went to the Sarasota police station and filed a report. An officer told her it was a civil matter and they have no jurisdiction to do anything about it. We reached out to Uber headquarters for a response. A media relations employee promised to research the incident. Uber sent back this response. What's been described is unacceptable. The driver's access to the app has been removed and we are looking into the matter. I mean, hmm. It can kind of, I could kind of see how it might have been like a, a scary situation. Um, definitely weird nonetheless. But what trips me out is like these people who have never the only difference see here's my thing with Uber and Lyft and all that stuff like the difference between people who I know who want to do Uber and want to do Lyft and the people who have access to it is like the people who I know that want to do Uber and Lyft that can't have a record and it's only because they got caught doing crimes mm -hmm. now does somebody getting caught doing crime like if somebody got caught with a freaking you know saying a little bit of cocaine and they got a felony now does that make them a bad person and not should they, should they not be eligible to, to be an Uber driver no I don't think so <laughs> but then you hear like these creeper stories of just people who may have never got caught or whatever doing weird things and then like you know obviously he didn't like try to force himself on the woman or yeah. anything else like that but yeah trying to lock the doors and not letting the person out it's a little like it's a little weird you know what I'm saying like I could see where a woman would be terrified in a situation like that like if that happened to me see I always sit behind the Uber driver so you're gonna get his knocked the fuck out 
You try some stupid shit. But I'm a big dude. I mean, no Uber driver is really going to try to, like, fuck with me. <clears throat> Good morning, Logan. How are you doing? I mean, I had, when when I Ubered, I, I had one guy. He was really creepy and everything. I picked him up over at Chester's and everything. And he's like, well, you can come back to my place. He was probably just drunk. He was drunk, but he was just really creepy. Because he kept on talking about weird things. And it's like... We had a cool-ass Uber driver when we had a... Uh, we went to Reggae Rise Up. We got this Uber driver. And he came and scooped us up. And he had like a he had like a, a, a minivan or whatever. Because I, I think I ordered an x because there was like a few of us. Mm-hmm. But we had, we had uh, got the Uber driver. He showed up and he had a minivan. And he was cool as shit. He was... You can tell he was a stoner. And he had like this big ass bowl of candy in his Uber. And we were just like so fucking baked from being at Reggae Rise Up, obviously. And just like walking around, we were like, you know, obviously a little hungry. So we started fucking, I think he had airheads or something like that. Like we started fucking up like the little mini airheads. Mm-hmm. We started fucking them things up, bro. And it definitely, we hooked him up with a nice tip and everything so he could replace the candy. <laughs> we, we definitely hooked him up. And uh, I think Zach even tipped him a, a, a left one. He may have gave him a left-hand cigarette. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, definitely had a cool-ass Uber driver. He was playing some, some jams for us and was actually listening to a lot of the music we were just listening to there. So it was, it was definitely a cool experience. I mean, I picked up some people. They were from Lakewood Ranch and they were going to the Gator Club and I had had music playing and they started singing they're like sing with us <laughs> so we're we're all singing in the car yeah, I think I, it was Elton John Rocket Man yeah I, I could imagine that you sometimes you get some like really cool people and sometimes you get like the other day right so so Saturday I didn't want to ride my motorcycle to the to the basketball <laughs> games because it was like questionable on when it was going to rain. Right. So I took an Uber there and like the Uber, there was nothing wrong with the Uber driver. It was nothing crazy or nothing like that happened to me, but it was just like, she didn't even have any music playing. So it was just like a silent ass ride. Silence. I hate that. So I was just like, all right, you know what I mean? It kind of was just like, whatever. But you know, I, I mean, I've gotten some Uber drivers and they're like cool as shit. They're talk with you. They're listening to music. Hey, you want a station you want to listen to or whatever. Like, but she was just quiet. She didn't really say anything. Big old Spanish lady. I was just like, shit. I was about to ask her if she had some empanadas or something. Too. <laughs> shit. I was kind of hungry. <laughs> but definitely had a good time Saturday. And because uh, I and plus I knew I was like, you know what? Like, I'm, I don't, if I ride my bike there, I'm going to be kicking it with Perry most of the time anyways. And I was like, I, I just really hate like my leaving my bike out to get rained on. Right. It's bad for the chain and stuff like that. I knew I was, you know, I knew we had some time in between a couple of our games. I knew me and Perry were gonna go get some lunch and, and some different things like that. So I was just like, I'll, just, I'll, I'll take Uber up there, a couple bucks. Right. But yeah, it was. It was definitely. Uh, I, I've never really had an actual like bad Uber experience like some of these people have have had. I've never had had a bad one. Even you know, using it, never have. Um, even. When I was an Uber driver, I had one person report me because she ordered 
an XL. Okay, I have a van. It feet it seats seven people, six passengers, and the driver. They had seven people. It's like, okay, you know, where am I supposed to ride? <laughs> you driving yourself? You know? Yeah. And so she had to order a second one. What you mean? Better lap up or something? This was... They're from the Founders Club. Oh, they was bougie. Yeah. They don't know how to get it in. And it's like... Really? And I explained the whole situation to the one, you know, when they text me and everything. And I, you know, I wasn't rude to the woman and everything because a couple of them said, hey, you know, we'll hold back. You go home and we'll catch another one. She's like, no, 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 no. This is the way it's going to be. You guys go back to the house. I'll catch another one with my husband. Yeah. What a weirdo. Peggy said, put him in the trunk. Cha Cha said, why didn't you ask her to play music? I was just, I don't know, man. I was just <laughs> kind of like, I didn't want to ask her. Can we have some music? I had one that played Indian music. And it's just like. I just didn't know she was friendly or not. She just kind of seemed like, I don't know. I go off the vibes. Like if they could, if I get in there, like, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? What, you know, what I'm saying she wasn't really talking to nothing. So I was like, you know what? I'm scared to ask her to fucking play some music. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to get punched. She she was a Spanish lady. I didn't want to get hit with no chancleta in the back seat. All right, you know what I'm saying? It's like she could have thought he was mouthing off to her. You know, thinking he was one of her kids. <laughs> yeah, you know, say I might have got hit in the back. I might got got a hit with the infinity chancla. trying to make the basketball game thank you Sue sounds like a little snobby lady yep she was definitely a snobby lady I do have some more great news though I should I should have read this one with the with the cupcake kid (laughs) um and this is in Pennsylvania by day Nine-year-old Caleb Moran of Lake Ariel, Pennsylvania, is a typical boy enjoying summer. But in his spare time, he likes to help four-legged friends in need of a good home. I just feel bad for them being stuck in a crate all day. They go abandoned, and they need to feel loved too, Caleb said. Caleb entered a picture of his dogs, Sadie and Charlie, into a pet photo contest online. The pups won fan favorite in the contest and Caleb won a year's worth of Purina dog food but instead of keeping the food Caleb donated it all to Destin Animal Shelter it's really nice to donate to people and they need food because soon the animal shelter is going to eventually run out of money so they need that free dog food Caleb said shelter managers said they haven't been getting a lot of dog food donations lately so this could not have come at a better time and it will keep them going for quite a while. Recently, we haven't really been getting the trucks filled with the broken bags and everything. So any little bit helps. This food will probably last us at least six months, if not longer, which is huge impact for the animals, said Caitlin Robbins 
of Destin Animal Shelter. Caitlin, an administrative assistant at the shelter, says she's blown away by the generosity of someone so young. This day and age, you really don't see a lot of people in that generation do that. So we are just blessed to be in such a wonderful community that they would do something like that, Robin said. Caleb will hand over 12 coupons for free dog food to the shelter as soon as he receives them. That's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. And to s- this this story, like this one and the cupcake one, give me a little bit of hope for the youth. You know what I'm saying? People that are just generous and, and want to do some, some, some good out there. So that, that's really cool. And, and speaking of dogs, I found this story and it kind of reminded me of my own dogs. So yesterday we were out back chilling, hanging out. And the FedEx guy pulls up to our neighbor Raymond's house. God is behind us. Mm-hmm. And we have a mailman, right? And the male people around our neighborhood, they always give our dogs treats. They, they carry the treats on them. So, and even our mailman, like he's, he's you know, been there for so long. Like even if we're not outside when he walks by, like he'll leave dog treats on top of the little mailbox because kids in the park all the mailmen they, they walk around so we got right. the mailbox right by the, the, the door the door so he'll put the dog <laughs> treats on top of the mailbox for the dogs if we're not outside so when the FedEx driver pulled up and the and the driver got out the dogs kind of started running over towards the FedEx lady <laughs> and we had to like call him back you know she dropped the package off whatever like Hey, you know, sorry about the dogs. You know, they thought you were our mail person because our mail person always has the dog treats. So they probably thought you had some treats for her. <laughs> oh, she's like, oh, they like, they want some treats. Hold on. So she goes into the, to the, the, truck. the truck and grabs some treats and gives the dog the treats. So our dogs got hooked up twice yesterday <laughs> because the FedEx lady hooked them up with, hooked them up with treats. Then the mailman came about an hour or so later. <laughs> so in Oregon, there's a UPS driver and genuine animal whisperer named Scott Hodges who encounters dozens of furry friends on his usual delivery route in rural Oregon. But a recent photo and story he shared on Facebook of an adorable dog extorting him for biscuits went viral. <laughs> Hodges typically shares his photos to a Facebook page called UPS Dogs where the photo of good-natured standoff with a woolly garnered thousands of shares and likes in the dog uh, in, in, in the post it shows uh, his, his name is Wooly he is a bully that's funny Wooly bully <laughs> and he and I had a serious disagreement upon arriving at his home uh, he had the unmitigated gall to inform me that the protection fee of safe passes to the door while making the <laughs> delivery would be cost me four biscuits i immediately dismissed this his ridiculous attempt at extortion informed him that i would not be intimidated by threats but that in the interest of harmony um and good neighborly relations i would be more than happy to offer him one biscuit and one biscuit only and basically like the, the the picture is 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 hilarious so the the dog is actually at his uh like the steps on it <laughs> on his thing. And I can see my dog's totally doing this. Like, where are my treats at? 
What's up, buddy? You here to see me again? <laughs> and uh, so basically, I think it's pretty cool because because the uh, a lot of these uh, male persons are starting to uh, do stuff like that. And also shows the same dude, <coughs> um, Scott, and he has like he's he's somewhere. I mean, you can kind of tell it's a little rural. But he's out there, and there's like this. Uh, he has two dogs with him, and he also has like a pig that looks like uh, <laughs> he gives treats to as well. So I just think it's cool that a lot of these these uh, you know drivers and, and and different things for you know FedEx, UPS, and you know United Postal Service that you know used to be like a bad thing back in the days, like you know the dog chasing the mailman mm-hmm. or whatever. You know they carry around treats, and they just give they give the dogs all the treats. So now and now it's like. The dogs recognize that as like a, a, a cool thing. So like, oh, that's that's you know how dogs. That, that's my friend. He's gonna pet me. He's gonna give me a treat. That's that's, that's my buddy right yep. there. So our, our mailman always hooks it up, and it's just pretty cool. And it's when I when I see the picture of the dog, just like in, in, the, in the little like thing, like come on, where a treat at? Like you can just tell, like you know, he know he had to take a picture of it. He just took that photo op for like it was like the perfect opportunity. But the dog's like, that's my boy. I'm getting my treat. He was happy. So <laughs> it, it's just cool, man. That, that uh. You do have animal lovers like that that are actually out on the, the thing. Because our mailman, shoot, he was off. Uh, he must have had some vacation time or whatever stacked up, and he must have went on va- vacation. But he was gone for a couple weeks. And even the substitute lady, like, I don't even know if he, like, spread the word, like, hey, if you're here, carry some dog treats with you. There's a bunch of dogs along the way, you know what I'm saying? She had dog treats, so she was even feeding our, our, our dogs the dog <laughs> treats. She's like, they're so adorable. La, la, la. So it was just really cool. You guys do have adorable pooches. We do. Everybody loves uh, Belle, especially. Belle, she just has the cutest little face ever. She's just so tiny. But I got to say, Ray's my favorite. And she does that little... <laughs> a couple people like that. Uh, the girl's cousin, uh, Jacob, uh, is actually a huge fan of... He just calls him Lewis for whatever reason, but yeah. <laughs> he's a huge fan of Ray Lewis. Um, I, Grandma B came over the other day. She's like, or no, not Grandma B, but uh, Hope was telling me that she was talking to Grandma B, and she's like, Jacob wants to come over and see Ray Lewis again. Like she, he just loves Ray Lewis. <laughs> um, there's funny that Tiny had brought up earlier in the show about uh, Movie Wednesday because I do actually have a story about some uh, movie history that's up for sale. And unfortunately, Sandy, since you did not win the Powerball this weekend, you cannot bid on it. But I think a lot of us would if we had the money to. Take a look, my dear. It's a historic moment you can tell your grandchildren about. Rep Butler told Scarlett O'Hara in the 1939 flick, Gone with the Wind, as the Old South fell. Interested buyers and fans of the beloved but controversial film can take the same advice in sizzling up a gorgeous Georgia mansion with a special connection to the legendary movie, with auction bids opening on July 4th at $1 million. Wow. Earlier this week, news broke that the 10,000-square-foot Annabellum Mansion in Covington that inspired Margaret Mitchell, author of the film's original text, for character Ashley Wilkes' estate will soon be up for sale, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution reports. 
Mitchell is said to have seen a photo of the Regal 12-bedroom, 12-bath home in the 1939 Atlanta Journal and told movie producer Dave Dave Selznick, I like this for Ashley's home as per Southern Living. Though the movie wasn't shot at the manor, the film's 12 Oaks property was inspired by it. So basically, the manor that inspired one of the, the things in the book is up for sale sale um and the manor has received a two million dollar renovation in 2017 so two years ago updating the entire electrical system um hvac which is all your ac stuff code requirements kitchen bath and more i mean two million dollar renovation i'm sure a lot of stuff got oh yeah and viable features include a grand dining room a parlor Chef's Dream Kitchen, five chimneys, 12 fireplaces with remote controls, expansive porches, and more. The mansion, which rests on 3.15 acres, also includes a pool gazebo and four-car carriage house, which I guess would be a garage. Yep. The auction house reports that online bidding of the home will open on Independence Day and the live auction commencing on July 25th. <clears throat> Based on Mitchell's widely popular novel of the same name, Gone with the Wind, told the story of Scarlett O'Hara's uh, who struggle, struggles and schemes to maintain possession of her family's property amid Civil War devastation. In the film, O'Hara is famously played by British actress Vivian Lee, while her primary love interest, Rhett Butler, is played by Clark Gable. But basically, if you want to get, own a piece of, I guess, movie slash uh, inspired history, yeah, property <laughs> has a nice pool with a gazebo out back. Has some really nice like uh, patio situations. I mean, it looks really nice. Like some of these pictures on in, in, online. Some nice staircases. I mean, I don't know if I would want to spend a couple million dollars on said house. Um, but yeah, that'd be pretty dope. So if you want to own that house, it's definitely up for sale. Bidding start at a million dollars. Bidding starts at a million dollars. That's when you know the house is worth some cheddar. The bidding starts at a million. And it just had two million dollars worth of renovations. So you know motherfuckers gonna spend I bet the house probably sells for like ten mil. Probably. I said the house sells for ten mil. Twelve bedrooms, twelve bathrooms, twelve chimneys, um, this, that, and that thing. Like, yeah. It's it's probably gonna be Sit out on the veranda and suck, suck on your mint juleps. Mint juleps? I don't know if I like a mint julep. It's very mint. Tiny is back. Tiny's back. Tiny's back. Tiny's back. Are you in black? Tiny will be back with us live. 
Kenyana. I'm excited about that. Tiny's gonna be here. Peggy Sue's gonna be here. You're gonna be here. Yep. Joe Mama Johnson, the quietest. Oh, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, do, do you know who Joe Mama Johnson is? No. Joe Mama Johnson, the Quiet Storm. He's a he's a radio DJ. He has this this thing called the Quiet Storm. It's been on for years, actually. That's why I figured you might know who he is because he was on. He's been on like 93.3 and all kinds of stuff like that. He used to have. Uh, I think it was usually Sunday nights, if I'm not mistaken. It was called Joe Mama Johnson and the Quiet Storm, and it was always like he would take over the radio station. He played a bunch of R and B, like all the all the R and B hits and all the all the new stuff. Um, so it was definitely pretty pretty cool situation. Cool. Little uh, Joe Mama Johnson and the Quiet Storm. <laughs> Actually, Facebook friends with him. He's a, he's a radio legend. <laughs> oh, that's right, Tiny. You have never met Peggy before. No, he hasn't. I thought they, I thought they, they met before. No. Nope, nope, nope. Her, uh, her shop's right down the street here, Tiny, too. Yep. And you walk in, and it's like, oh, my God. You're hit by the smells, and it's like, oh, my God. It's like, what to buy? <laughs> everything. I want one of everything. I could just imagine what it's like walking in. It's, it's, like, it's like a... It's like a Bath and Body Works or Bed Bath and Beyond, but like better because it's way like, better because it's all like way better uh, organic. It's all like fresh stuff that's that's made by like the person who's essentially you're buying it from. Mm-hmm. It's not manufactured in some nope big warehouse overseas. Nope, it's all personally wrapped and everything. You know. Yeah, definitely got to check it out. It's so cool. And not just her stuff is there, you know. There's some there's some of my stuff and other people, you know, have their stuff in there and it's like really cool. So you can buy jewelry there, you can buy pictures. Nice. There's a woman that makes mermaid pictures out of old cost- costume jewelry. And it's so cool looking. Okay. So she probably finds like this costume jewelry, probably at like yard sales mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and buys them and yep. turns them into pictures. Yep. That's pretty cool. Tears every tears the jewelry apart and makes new. That's what's up. It's really cool. That is pretty cool. And Ty says he'll go there. He wants he wants to stop by there after breakfast tomorrow. Yeah, it won't give you a headache from all the smells. No, it actually helps. <laughs> it's all the Roman therapy. I know. Actually, I got to remember that after I get out of the... Uh, I'm going to have to put them up on my counter before I go to the gym today. Because I still got some of those shower tabs she gave me. And I've used one already. 
but I've been I've been meaning to use them because I, I think they're the if I'm not mistaken they're the relaxed ones. Mm-hmm. So I want to use them after when I take a shower after the gym. Help that kind of like just just the chill ones, the chill ones. But uh, I'm out of stories today, and I I got a commercial and stuff I got to make. So we are gonna end the show a little early today. We will be back tomorrow with a full house. Any a final shout outs? House. Nope. Just share, 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 and pray for my eye. That it gets better. Yes, pray for Sandy's eye that it gets better. And uh, hopefully everything uh, goes good. With that being said, we're taking our 21-hour break. We'll be back tomorrow. Peace out. Bye.